Hello again, everybody. That's for you, Jeff Suits. Uh, welcome to another It's Not Crypto with Brian Ross, powered by Our Town Gwinnett Magazine. And we are broadcasting live on the End Results Radio Network inside the premier roofing studio from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson Hotel in beautiful Stone Mountain, Georgia. So, here we go. Episode three. If you had a hard time sleeping last night, this is why. So we're going to get back into it. And if you somehow forgot from episodes one or two, uh, what we try and do here is just create a program and some content that revolves around what I like to call quality of life and just some things that I've learned over time. And at my age, 48, some things that I'd like to tell my 38-year-old self or my 28-year-old self. And so whether it's fitness, financial stability, professional friendships, relationships, a good marriage, um, this show, hopefully, on some level, uh, exposes you know some of those building blocks that can lead to a strong foundation for the ultimate future happiness. So, all right, thanks for tuning back in. And uh, today, I want to spend some time Uh, In episode one, I talked a little bit about personal values, and I wanted to spend some time today on my first one, which is health. And before you turn this off, because you think this is going to be some regurgitation of you are what you eat, or an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Uh, And by the way, I have enjoyed putting this content together because I like looking things up. So an apple a day keeps the doctor away. It's an aphorism. Okay. It's an aphorism and an apple a day keeps the doctor away originated in Wales, first appearing in a publication 1866 in a different rhyming format. So check this out. And I don't even really have a Welsh accent, so I don't even know. I'd have to ask a Welshman what that would be, how that would sound. But eat an apple on going to bed, and you'll keep the doctor from eating, excuse me, from earning his bread. (laughs) Just so funny to me. Um, It's just eat an apple on going to bed, and you'll keep the doctor from earning his bread. So that's where this show will launch into episode three. So basically eating healthy, nutritious food will make you healthier. We got that part. Um, When I think about health, uh, and trust me, I am not the picture of health. Uh, I have been extremely hard on my body uh, throughout my entire life. But I would say in the last seven years, I've been a little bit more intentional about, you know, my health, my fitness. Uh, I mentioned in the award-winning, you know, episode one, that uh, my children are 12, 10, and 3. And so at 48, you know, I've reverse engineered, which I don't even know if that's a terminology. I've uh, calculated in reverse the, uh, the math. And so, you know, when my kids, my youngest, you know, when he's five, I'll be 50. Uh, when he is between the ages of 20 and 30, so when he's making the bad decisions, when he's using extremely poor judgment... I mean, of course, I want to be there, and I want to be 
present and able to cheer him on with every bad decision and uh, and help him and support him uh, when necessary. So I'll be 65 to 75. So when he's 20 to 30, I'll be 65 to 75. So what does that mean? I'm trying now uh, to be a little bit more intentional about some things that I think, I hope, you know, obviously there's a lot that's unpredictable. Uh, there's a lot of unknowns in the world right now. Um, but it's my most sincere and heartfelt intention that between the ages of 65 and 75, that I'm still looking the part, you know, that I've still got it going a little bit and, um, that I can, you know, be there, um, supporting my children and my wife and just, uh, going the distance, so to speak, uh, from an age perspective. So I think we can all agree in, in, relation to time spent, you know, over the years, you know, with family and friends. Uh, I saw this not too long ago, that health is your first wealth. So it's super simple, but like what's more important than your health? And so when you boil it down, when you put that under the microscope, you know, health is the first wealth. I mean, it doesn't matter. Everything else can be on fire, doing great, shooting rockets off, but if you're not healthy, you're, you're upside down, you're sideways. You got, you got some challenges, you got some things that, uh, you have to address. And so that's something that I put a little bit of time into something. I feel like I might be able to share with you. There's a couple of books, uh, over the last six, seven years that I've been exposed to. And I'll mention a couple of them. One of them is living with a seal. And so if you want to, um, make a note here or there. This is a book called Living with a Seal by Jesse Itzler. And Jesse resonated with me. You know, he's like close in age. Um, you know, he's like that 80s kid. You know, I was an 80s kid. Um, he kind of infiltrated, you know, all the different, kind of like on the rap scene. Um, you know, he's friends with Rum DMC. I thought about beatboxing today. And then I decided that would be a colossal failure because uh, I couldn't do it not in front of a microphone. So in front of a microphone, it would be, <laughs> I mean, just really. So, yeah, you're welcome. Um, it's all about, and he's married, by the way, to Sarah Blakely. And so Sarah Blakely is the, the CEO of Spanx. And so they are a, they're about as high profile a couple as you can get. And so he's always trying different things. He's very much into health, very much into fitness, you know, runs all these marathons, ultras. He's just that guy. And so he has a Navy SEAL come live with him for a month. And the book started off, you know, as just a, uh, a blog. And then it just went viral. And so many people were like, man, this is great. So it's a really quick read. Um, it's funny. You know, it's very entertaining. Uh, that was one. Another one I'd recommend is The Rise of Superman. And this was a book. Um, author is Stephen Kotler, and it's about kind of decoding the science of ultimate human performance. So decoding the science of ultimate human performance. And what's cool about it is it takes extreme athletes. And so it takes, you know, people like... If you know who Laird Hamilton is, he's like a one of the first like big wave surfers. And so these guys 
I mean, it's incredible when you think about these guys surfing, you know, 30, 40, 50 foot waves, and it's basically life or death, you know? So when they're in, in, in surfing jaws, you know, the name of the break, and if you don't do the right thing at the right time, you're dead. And so it talks about how Laird Hamilton at one point surfing the biggest wave ever, you know, just instinctively knew how to reach across his surfboard and hold it a certain way so that the wave didn't take him and, and toss him and he lived. So it's really interesting, you know, to see when people are willing to put themselves in life or death situations and athletically, mentally, they have to perform or it's curtains. Another one that I just thought was beyond. And if you're a YouTuber or you want to Google something, Google Danny Way. Danny Way jumped the Great Wall of China on a skateboard. And if you've never seen it before, <laughs> it's like, what? He did it. And so it just talks about, um, you know, just the, the, the story leading up to it is incredible. When he did his first practice run, he broke his leg. And so he breaks his leg. And then he's like, you know what? Let's do it again. And so on the on the big stage with everybody watching, cameras rolling, he does it and lands it. So he jumps the Great Wall of China on a skateboard with a broken leg. True story. You got to see it. It's like, whoa. So what is, you know, what are we capable of? You know, what what is the human body capable of? Another one I would recommend is um, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. A lot of people know David Goggins. You know, he's the one that kind of started it all. And then you kind of learn over time that he was actually the SEAL, you know, that lived with Jesse Itzler. And so, you know, the big takeaway from that one, and this guy, again, these people, you know, it kind of a hard luck case, you know, just didn't have a lot going for him, not in good shape, and then just makes a decision. Um, and all of a sudden, it's just a blazing meteorite that you just can't imagine, you know, someone on a whim running 100 miles, which he did it. And then he shows up for work the next day, and he's like, hey... <laughs> I mean, seriously, but he said in his book that once you think you're totally done, like when you are cashed, when you have nothing left in the tank, absolutely dead, that you actually have 40% still left. So you get to think about stuff like that. Like I run a little bit, but like, you know, when you just feel like, all right, I'm cooked. I have nothing left. That was my best effort. Uh, I am I am exhausted. According to Navy SEAL David Goggins, you actually still have 40% left in the tank. So it's just that that shift, you know, mindset. It's just that shift like mentally where, okay, well, maybe I do. And if I do, what's what's possible? Like what can I what can I do with that? And so the last one I'll share with you guys is just Finding Ultra. And Finding Ultra, this one too, um, the guy's name is Rich Roll. You know, he's a pretty good swimmer in high school. 
uh, got into Stanford uh, as a swimmer, but then really struggled with alcohol, which a lot of us, you know, the driver type A personality, like I think a lot of people can relate to that on some level. I know I can. And so he just has this great freshman year of swimming and then just kind of falls off, you know, finds beer and friends and parties and just goes off the rails. And then that continues, you know, into his 20s, into his 30s. He does, he's smart, you know, so he does get his law degree. He's an attorney. He's got a family, but he's walking up the stairs at 40 years old and he gets winded and he's like, yeah, what is like, what am I doing? Right. It's that, it's that, that, that executive moment of like, okay, what in the world is going on? So he's, he's banged up. And so he just, he goes on this crate, you know, just this, this plant-based diet, you know, he's, his wife's kind of a foodie yoga person. And so he goes a whole week just eating or drinking smoothies. And he's like, you know, not bad. You know, I got some energy. And then all of a sudden, you know how it goes. He just starts running again, swimming. All of a sudden, it's like he has this unbridled energy and amount of, of um, competitive spirit that he hadn't tapped into since he was 18 years old. And so it's just that really, really cool you know, good feeling, but then the research, you know, the, all the plant-based stuff, I'm not a plant-based person. Um, but he went deep dive on it. And if you're that type of person, it's worth checking out. You know, it's one of those things. Um, by the way, in college, his roommate's name was David Rock. And so they put their last names on their, like on their freshman, you know, dorm room. And so I thought that was kind of funny. It said rock and roll. <laughs> so, Hilarious. Um, I will say over time with with books, uh, I've had incredible timing where I'm very fortunate because I think there's, I know there's been countless times where I'm reading a book and I feel like I'm reading the right book at exactly the right time. And I always appreciate the terminology, you know, that an author uses that can describe exactly how I feel uh, but didn't know, like, I didn't know how to describe it, you know, but there's, it's like with the rise of Superman. Oh, someone's done research on this. Oh, there's actually a science to the whole thing. And so I wouldn't describe myself as a voracious reader. Um, but I read good. <laughs> Me read good. <laughs> so anyway, uh, insert str- smooth transition. Uh-huh. Um, all right. So then secondly, Uh, or moreover, or subsequently, uh, or consequently, I have never, um, English wasn't my strength in school, but I, I pretend at times that I'm a good writer. Um, but in all seriousness, the next point of our conversation has always been like, this is the game changer, um, for me personally. And, um, it's just morning routine. You know, for me, it's just a morning routine. I just talked with my friend Ryan about, he's like, you're a morning person. I'm like, yep, I get up early. Um, and it's just plain and simple. And, and so, sure, I'm a morning person, whatever that means. Um, when my alarm goes off, I, um, I, I get up, you know, pretty consistently um, to start the day. So maybe 90, 95% of the time, 
um, I'm moving, right? Uh, and then I'll be honest, you know, with body clock or whatever it is, when I'm really, you know, in my groove, um, I wake up two to three minutes before my alarm goes off. And it's kind of that little victory in the morning, you know, like morning routine is all about little victories. And so, man, when I wake up two minutes, you know, before my alarm goes off it, whether it's 450 or 422, it's like, all right, game on. Like this is going to, I got this, this is going to be a good day. So I'll briefly tell the story about, um, going to a, a, a fitness center and it was the Monday morning. This is seven years ago. This is a Monday morning after the Super Bowl. And I'm sure going into the holidays right now, a lot of us, you know, we've had Thanksgiving, you know, here we come up on Christmas. Um, you've got New Year's Eve, you know, so all the next two weeks, you know, or for most people or can be, um, I know for me personally, pretty gluttonous, you know, in terms of just lots of opportunities to be around friends, to drink, to eat a lot of food, to, you know, just watch football and, um, and just enjoy, you know, really enjoy the time. And so this was a Monday morning after the Super Bowl, and I was feeling especially sluggish and just not sharp, not out of shape, but definitely not in shape. And I didn't even know what that meant. And so I had heard about this class. It was a 530 class called Progressive Intensity. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me, uh, let me check out Progressive Intensity. And so I get there and it's me and just one other guy, a guy named Matt Jackson, great friend. And, and then our instructor or our coach, and his name is Jeff Double Deuce um, Hewitt. And just a real college football player, tremendous athlete. This is a guy, if you've ever done a burpee, I've watched it. He can do 100 in a row. And I'm like, okay, all right. All right, two two, like that's that's impressive, man. And so, you know, I went and I was overwhelmed. It was it was one of the hardest things I'd done in a long time in my life, and it was kind of like a CrossFit light. And I just remember getting home and being like, "I'm in. Like this is gonna be. I'm doing this." And so then it's a Monday, Wednesday, Friday deal. So I'm back on Wednesday, you know thinking I'm ready to go, but then again, just totally crashing at the end. And then Friday, same thing. And so you just, you know, you show up. And so I started doing that Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, with my body clock, if I'm already up, you know, at 420 or 450, um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, guess what? You know, you don't sleep in till 630 or 7 on Tuesday and Thursday. Like I'm already up. And so then I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me try. Um, I found out there's a spin class and I'd never done that before. And so I think in life, there's a tendency to gravitate towards things that we're good at. And I was actually pretty good at spin. And so I started really enjoying it. You know, I was looking forward to that. A lot of 80s music, a lot of Michael Jackson. I'm like, yeah, this is, this kicks ass. And so, you know, we're fortunate in our backyard, you know, we have a pool. So as I'm starting to get in shape and as I'm, um, you know, doing a spin class and, and, and all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, you know, I could swim a few laps. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a triathlon. Like I'm going to do a sprint, a sprint. Let me, let me emphasize a sprint triathlon. And so 
Yeah, I did two of those. And it was it was like, all right. And, you know, in the spirit of community, you know, you get to something like that and you see all these people and you're like, wow, check all these people out. Um, you know, you have to swim a quarter of a mile, which only takes about nine or ten minutes. It's so much harder than you think. If you've never swam, oh, my gosh, just the, a quarter of a mile. I'm coming out of the ocean like dead. I mean, it is like, okay, that was way harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, so the guys that do the the real triathlons, the Ironmans, I mean, just out of control. You know, swimming a mile, swimming two miles. Obviously, there's a lot of technique, but it is a tip of the cap, you know, to the men and women that do Ironmans. Um it's a, a 18 miles on the bike, uh, 10K, you know, so about a three-mile run, and totally cool. And I was like, okay. And, you know, it's that competition, right? So all of a sudden, they're posting, you know, where people finished. And I'm like, wow, like, I did okay, you know, for my age category. And it was like, I mean, that's it, right? Like, competition. Competition is is what makes the world go round. I mean, that's... I mean, that's why they call it the human race. So, sprint triathlon. How about the Gate River Run? You know, 15K, the national championship for the 15K. Used to do that every year with my kids, push them in the stroller. Still do that to this day. One thing I wouldn't recommend is if you don't train for a half marathon on Thanksgiving morning, when you show up anyway and run the turkey trot, you need to check yourself because it is a lot harder <laughs> than you think. Uh, and again, tip of the cap to people that do marathons, like it is, you have to train. You have to, I have a lot of good friends that work with me. Um, the uh, shout out to the Florida Healthcare Association, uh, Tom Parker, you're the best, Jenny, the best. Um, these guys are, are pros. These guys are elite. Um, but I really felt good about my first half marathon. I thought I had a kick at the end. I did not. Um, I'm really your average Joe, but again, I just wanted to push it. I wanted to push it a little bit and just see what I was capable of. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's all about community. So what I have learned and the advice I would give uh, my younger self is that find your tribe, you know, find your group of people that are expecting you to show up and you're expecting them to show up. And so that to me is what moves the needle. You know, that, that, that accountability uh, that you develop with people, you know, over time uh, goes a long way towards, I think, someone not just getting fit or, or being more healthy, but whatever it is, you know, whatever tribe or group or community, uh, I've got a mentor. Um, I'll just say his first name. His name's Jim. I'm 48. This dude's 68, and he crushes me. Played college football, University of Tennessee, uh, played in the NFL, and I'm watching him 20 years older than me, and I'm like, that's my guy. Like, that's the person that I know if I stay close to him, if I have a relationship with him, if I, um, you know, tell him I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Because this guy, if he tells me he's going to do something, 
it is a done deal. And so you look for people. I look for people like that in my life. You know, I think they're fewer and farther between, you know, where, you know, if someone tells you they're going to do something, they just do it. And so that's something I think nowadays is really at a premium. And I think now with community and finding people that uh, you want to connect with and train with or whatever it is, uh, goes a long way uh, towards fitness and uh, potentially, you know, your health. So I just want to encourage um, both of my listeners <laughs> to find your people and, uh, and just keep showing up. Uh, good things will happen. So I want to say thanks. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another It's Not Crypto on the End Results Radio Network inside the premier roofing studio from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson here in Stone Mountain. Now, please stay tuned for upcoming shows or listen to past shows by visiting www.endresults.com, and that's with a Z, uh, and simply click on the current shows button uh, to hear this and many other shows on the network 24-7 or just wherever you get your podcast. So until next time, I want to say thanks. Again, episode three in the can and uh, another episode of It's Not Crypto. So Let's, uh, let's keep it going into next year. Thanks. Have a great day.